0: All right, Lady Ada, what is this?
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell. It's us, the OG Show and Tell crew. Me, Lady Ada, him, Mr. Lady Ada on camera control. But we're gonna check in uh, with all sorts of people from the Maker and Adafruit and Digikey community, see what they're crafting, what robots they're building, what LEDs they're soldering up. Yep. Come on by, we're in Discord in the live broadcast chat, and also live on StreamYard. If you go to Discord, you'll get the link. Yep. Let's first go to Jay.
0: what's going on hey? hey uh I have this week is my upgrade to binary at least the head portion right now I really don't have everything else put together as of yet but um I've been working on the upgrade of my bubble blowing robot and this is what I have thus far I probably got all the wires and everything was nice and clean on the inside I got a new blinking feature so now I can like blink which I think is really adorable more LEDs, of course, and the most of the bottom portions I'm probably going to be controlling with an Adafruit Feather motor controller and you know, basic controls, so I can like, turn the neck and stuff and also control the bubbles. But yeah, that's pretty much what I have. <laughs> All right, it's been... I love
1: the little, the little ear sticks. Those are so cute.
0: Yeah, the last ones look kind of like meat hooks, and everyone kept telling me it looked like meat hooks, so I wanted to change it up and give it more LEDs this time around, make it a lot more glowy and a lot more like form-fitting i think it works
1: yeah they're like kind of like ears slash little arms i don't know prehensile
0: yeah um, i i love the little character gifts gives to it too because yeah highways like yeah. and like that stuff like this is like a little shocked or surprised or something along those areas yeah
2: yeah human brains want to see a face and emotion so it's like Two little lines could be eyebrows. They could be ears. Yeah, they just could thinking be, it's like eyebrow-like. They could, be, they could be all sorts of things. Even with you know tiny little movements, um, you know, it also looks like little tiny arms. This is really cute. All right, well, continue to come back and uh, show us the projects. This is a super, 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 super.
0: Uh, yeah. Nice robot. i really to have she this done before the year is over. That's kind of like my personal deadline. So, like, as I just finished the head this week, I am now printing out the bottom part of the body freaking roll around and also a new backpack for yeah. the bubble blowing part because, you know, science. Yay. I am well,
1: talking. a good goal to get something done. Wherever where you get to by the end of the year, you're like, okay, like I'm done with this.
2: Uh, all right. Well, thanks so much, Jay. And thank you uh, to all your friends and colleagues at DigiKey for um, what a what a big year. Big year of getting everything in the world back in stock. So yeah. we're now able to build things again, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, thank you so much. Thank
1: you, Jay. Later.
2: All right. Next up, we're going to go to Pedro. Pedro, take it away.
3: Hey, guys. So this week, we are continuing with some Qualia demos uh, this week. Uh, no, I made this really cool fireplace. Mara had some really cool code that is able to play the MJPEGs on this. I just made a cute little uh, yeah case for it, so it's cool. It's um, comes out, so I can take this guy out of the frame, and it could just be a case on its own. And then you have some really cool touch to advance to like other um, JPEGs that are on here. For the case, we have uh, some Ninja Flex buttons on the side, so we can also advance it to there, and you have like your uh, reset button on there as well. You also have access to your like micro SD cards. You can store a bunch of uh, video files on here. And we were actually trying to test what the limit of the videos we could get on here. Uh, so far, definitely like over three minutes is what we have on some of these clips. And I'm trying to get to the one that Lamar sent over, because it's so like bizarre. <laughs> I've never seen this before. The uh, Santa Claus, was it invades mars
1: yeah well we wanted to we wanted to find a public domain movie so that you know it wasn't a big deal to show it and uh for all the holiday themed um and it turned out it was like uh santa claus versus the martians was one of them so so
3: it's so funny because it's like this is where futurama totally got robo santa from yeah (laughs) so we got a couple of the different displays you can like choose a different one or you can just have it as a main case itself of course, it's all snap fit together. So if I pull this out, you can see how this guy is all wired up, uh, it's the quality board on there. We got the SDIO breakout on there and that all just fits inside here. It's hooked up to a USB battery and go to town on ripping some cool, funny GIFs to <laughs> play back. Oh, sure. Nice work. Is.
1: Yeah, this is <laughs> um, a good uh, collaboration. You guys did the hardware.
3: The I I, uh,
1: you know, Over the weekend, Phil gave me some time. Um, and I was able to really, um, you know, I, luckily, the author, uh, Moon on Our Nation, wrote a really great MJPEG decoder. So I just got it working with the buttons yeah. and the cap touch and um, and the um, the quad SDIO. So it's like nice and fast, 10 frames a second, which yeah. is pretty good for our like an Arduino, right? It doesn't have hardware, mm-hmm. um, and you know, MP4 decoding. It's just JPEGs, but it can yeah. play JPEGs fast enough to make it look like a movie.
3: Yeah, it's super cool.
4: For so.
2: all of the parents out there building whatever play sets, whether it be like dollhouses or miniature settings, um, this is a great way to to do that because you can put everything
4: mm-hmm. that you
2: want to on it and also have lots of different things and update it. And uh, it could also be a fun coding project for the kiddo. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Pedro. Yeah. Oh, thank you, guys. Good one. All right. JP, what you got going on this week?
5: Hey, uh, now you're making me think my Lego village, winter village is gonna need like a public
2: uh, TV. Stand.
1: I was thinking about it, like, maybe like, a, like a movie theater. Yeah, you can, can have, have television.
2: well, you know, every holiday, they, there's like some movies that are just on like, like TBS is like, we're playing Christmas Carol for 24 hours straight. You know, you could do something like that. With yeah,
5: it. it's a wonderful life on
2: loop. Until yeah, all Twilight Zone on New Year's, <laughs> stuff like that.
5: Uh, so I got two things I want to show real quick today. Uh, one, this is the summoning horn which was a project on our Learn guide suggested originally by a friend of mine, Corey Doctorow, who is a uh, uh, kind of kooky guy and a sci-fi author. And sometimes he needs to get in touch with his editor uh, and his editor is not answering an email. He said, I really want to put a car horn in my editor's office that I can trigger remotely over the Internet. So that's what we built. Uh, This is Adafruit IO on ESP32 S2 Express. So it's got the Wi-Fi on there. Uh, And this is registered on your local network. And then I've got a a twelve volt car horn sitting here uh, with a little stemma relay. And what I'm going to do—you won't see this on screen—I'm just going to press a button that says "toot horn" on an Adafruit IO dashboard, and it's going to get loud.
2: Yeah, this is going to change the publishing industry. By the way, this is going to be used for editors to bug their office. I know, right? Oh, Let, no. Where's that next chapter? Where's that next Game of Thrones book? It's <laughs> going be like burr, a burr, burr. Yeah. Car Horn Cold War. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, in fact, I made one for Corey, uh, his editor, and his editor's assistant, so they can blast each other with them. That was the goal. Um, so, I, I'll show this one a little bit more detail on my show tomorrow, and then I'm gonna give this one to Corey, so they can all attack each other. So it's sort of a. Um, Is it done yet? Is it done yet? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if they're if they're willing to call a truce at some point. I know, right? <laughs> No.
1: Or next time you see them, they all have like hearing damage. <laughs> yeah,
5: this is maybe what's going to happen, I don't know. It's out of my hands. <laughs> uh, so the other thing I want to show is the progress on my reverse hardware oscilloscope. This is uh, a project inspired by a project we saw uh, that Lamore said, hey, try to see if we can make one of these. Uh, so I built my own custom PCB. You can just see the backside of it here and I've just sent a revision out uh, to get made with a couple changes, but uh, it's working well. So this is 16 faders that change the uh, individual points of a single cycle waveform for a synthesizer. So what that means is I can send this MIDI, so it's gonna play music. And if you listen while I am playing the music, I'm gonna change these sliders, which is changing the timbre of that waveform. So I'm just gonna hit play over in a MIDI software. Mm also got a little um, volume control here up top and a few other features that I can uh, access while it's playing to change the number of oscillators and how far out of tune so we get all kind of mysterious sounding out uh, go back to kind of a triangle wave uh, so it's kind of neat because it illustrates the shapes of waves when we look at so this is where I was talking about triangle waves and saw waves and square waves uh, this is that right we're, cha- we're making a square wave right now and we can change the sort of pulse width of that square wave and hear how that changes uh, the, the sound of it. Go back to a nice sine wave, which shouldn't have as many uh, harmonics in it. It sounds kind of smoother. That's
1: nice. right. Yeah, it's just fun. I mean, it just looks like fun, honestly, to play yeah. <laughs> and, okay,
2: cool. So folks can tune in to JP's workshop tomorrow and see some of this and more, right?
5: Yes. Yeah. Come on by. We'll be looking at this and more. And uh, this will be a project as a learn guide. This PCB is not going to be a product, but I will put files up if someone wants to send out to have them made. Everything else on it, you're going to bolt on Adafruit parts. So it's cool. pretty easy to put together. You don't have to do uh, any tricky wiring. Just put these into their slots and solder them up.
2: All right. Thank you so much, JP. And see you tomorrow. Okay, next up, um, I think Aaron is here, but the preview kind of went away. So I think Aaron
1: been- connection
2: went down. So we'll go to Aaron if uh, Aaron makes it back. But for now on deck they will be oh Aaron's back. Hey Aaron, do you wanna try? It looks like you're I'm around. Wi Fi is kinda going up
6: and down. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, go ahead and try. All right, well, we'll see how far we get. Uh, so my project this week is this really cool edge-lit acrylic tavern sign. So um, I made this for a bar that's here in Sacramento um, and I put it with a bunch of their uh, other artwork. I've got my jellyfish up there too. And um, it's a pretty fun um, project. we got a little sound here going on, but... Uh, yeah, um, it uh, animates is what I'm trying to get at here. <laughs> um, and uh, I used uh, I used laser cutter to cut out the the letters. Um, this is just an old redwood fence that I just took down from my backyard. Um, and then used some uh, a Feather uh, ESP32 Huzzah and an IR sensor, so this can actually be controlled with an infrared remote as well. Um, and then I used uh, WLED software with uh, edge light acrylic. Now this uh, right here is is kind of a comparison. I have one piece of specialty edge light acrylic, which is expensive from tap plastics, and then one piece of just normal acrylic. So I kind of um, wanted to do a side-by-side comparison to see if the edge light stuff is really any better. And um, you know, it's not, it, it sort of seems to be exactly the same. I couldn't tell any difference whatsoever with uh, uh, with the two different halves, um, I sanded it, and the more you sand it, the more sort of glow comes out. And it just—it's you know, ac- acrylic seems to be acrylic in this case for this. Half.
1: Yeah, I think it's just like it's just uh, the the finish is just rougher. That's the only difference. It's not like a material plastic difference. It's still PMMA. Yeah. And then this
6: um, WLED software is super cool. If if you have never used it, it basically is just an open source free software that you just download in a couple minutes. And then it comes with all these different animation modes and color choices. And you can just control it with your phone. Uh, there's no coding required. You can set up presets and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, it's super easy to use. So it's my favorite kind of new software for controlling LEDs. And I haven't uh, gotten tired of it yet and finding all kinds of neat stuff that it does. So um, this this tutorial shows how to use it with infrared um, remote so that you can control it either with your phone or with a remote control, which is kind of cool for the bar so that you know anybody can can just turn the sign and off on and off the bartender's can or whatever.
2: so. Okay. okay. That is cool. All right, thanks so much. And uh, we'll be playing that video on Ask an Engineer tonight. All right. There's a new guide that's up. All right, thanks so much,
1: I Thanks, that All right, that thanks. That was great. Congratulations. <laughs>
2: All right, um, so next up, we're gonna go to Gary and then BCG and then Tilchi. So, Gary.
7: How are we going? Hi, all. Hi. Um, sorry, I missed it last show until last week, but mm-hmm. for you cosplayers out there, I built a Westar 35 based on Bo-Katan Crease from the Mandalorian series. Oh, nice. And oh. not just building the prop itself, but I thought, you know, for the cosplayers out there, add a bit of Adfruit All Spark to it. So, I got some micro switches for the triggers, and one trigger sets off the safety, another one just fires the. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, cool.
7: So, I got some. So, um, yeah. So, I just thought I'd just add some lighting and electronics to it and just and using like a. You Did you print the pieces
2: right. of it? I
7: just... I use a 3D printer to print everything. That's mostly .PTG. I just use some timber filament for the handle, but otherwise most of it's just 3D printed. Yeah, See, it looks like to... wood
2: and it look like metal, so good, good work yeah, on yeah.
7: That. I use a liquid chrome for that, so that just gave me that metallic effect, and I just like the three different lines to give it like a brushed metal finish but yeah, otherwise it looks it's really yeah, I look like brushed metal yeah. like, oh, yeah, I, can't, I can't go too realistic though i mean in australia if it looks too realistic i might get into trouble because I know. I, I it like depends where it know.
2: depends where you live um i, I lived yeah. in japan for a while and when i visited there's entire um hobby stores devoted to um recreating uh, historical guns and it's yeah. down to the like millimeter and I'm just like wow things that I would not you know walk around with in other places so you just have yeah. to have good context of where you're at and what you're doing so that's right
7: well, um, I think it's if it looks to uh, if it's a replica of something that can actually fire then you have be in trouble yeah, the yeah yeah I think if it's, cosplay it's something events, obviously yeah they do that's a good right, job
2: so. cosplay events do a good job they like educate the the community too they're like hey you know here's what's important with uh
7: yeah. things that look that's like right. weapons that's not, right oh you know? and just a shout out to nolan pedro because i use an old uh project of theirs of a blaster pistol that they use a ray gun yeah, pistol, yeah yeah and i just modified that because i thought it was i mean i always had trouble trying to copy wave files over to trinket or microcontrollers and i'm working my way over to cutie pie but for now i just use the sound cards to trigger the sound effects and to cool. save them that's awesome um Sounds and I'm working my way to QDPIs and just upgrading the memory on there just to minimize the amount of circuit boards and stuff forever as well. So right, I'll, well, put a, I'll, I'll put the I'll put a link now... up onto a printable. So oh, yeah, one I put it up on there, this, so now
2: completes place. another thing from Mandalorian. We had a ship that has uh, recreations and Adafruit stuff in, it, including the real the real real one on the show. And so now there's uh, costuming that has it as well. So thank you so much for coming by, Gary.
8: Thank you. Thanks, guys.
2: All right, next uh, BCG, what you got going on?
8: Hey, um so i've been ordering from you guys for like 12 years but this is like my first pcb that i ever made so it's a uh controller for uh, my kinesis 2 or my kinesis advantage 2 keyboard and i made it so that you can use either like a kb20 or a feather
0: oh good idea by choosing
8: either these jumpers and then um or even if you don't want to use one you can just uh so it uses a couple i squared c uh Port expanders there, yeah. and uh, here's what it looks like assembled. So once it's in the keyboard, it's like um, all yeah, of the cool. the whole matrix and the the uh, LEDs on the other side of the board are all available through the port expander. So it ends up almost being like a Stemma QT accessory or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's kind of how I'm running it here, and that that makes it real nice to like. Switch out, you know, micro control. This one, this one's a KB 2040, and then you know, I could just add peripherals just hanging off like this, you know. So, um, yeah, so that, and I think it came out pretty well. I have my own like uh, tiny go firmware for it, and so I'm adding features right now, but that's my first board
2: the showing wow a great art. yeah that's a good project and good um i like the projects that um you're able to use every day because that real estate in front of you is so precious it's like i made it's like a, like i have a good toothbrush and a good belt and a good hat like something that you use every day like a keyboard it's like you get to enjoy your creation every moment <laughs> You're like well
8: even this one it's like i mean i have i've been typing for a long time. So I need like an ergonomic one. Yeah. That's and, an ancient sound, yeah. And so, you know, but they don't have all the functionality I want. So yeah, am kind of upcycling it. Up right it. Yeah. So. yeah, I
2: think that's like one of the best things that folks do their journey on electronics is as you learn stuff, including make your own PCBs, you can eventually make your own tools to make other things, like a keyboard. Um You can make a mouse. <laughs> Next, there's, a lot of, there's there's some people who do 3D printing mice. They 3D print the mouse itself, and they use the HID well, stuff.
8: Some that's one of the things I added to it is to be able to use mouse keys, so I don't have to like oh, move cool. my hand away from the key, you know. So, yeah. oh, nice. So, yeah. All
2: right, this is an excellent project. Congrats, nice Thank work,
8: you. yeah. Appreciate it. Good job.
2: All right, Delchi, how about you play us out? What you got going on this week?
4: Okay, first off, as you suggested, I did put the CB mic adapter up on playground, so it's there. It yeah. was And then oh, a- cool. And a few days later, I got a box of parts from you folks, so I went nuts. Uh, Please forgive me for the lighting. It's kind of hard to shoot this. Uh This is a Raspberry Pi 4 uh, touchscreen system that's controlling uh, WLED on ESP32s that you can see are lighting up my apartment. Oh, nice. Eh. So I'm using home automation. And home automation is being controlled from this panel right here. And I can turn the lights off or on. I can check the uh, current and the number of lights. And I can control it from this touchscreen.
1: I like how your, your apartment looks like it's in the movie Hackers. It's definitely got
2: that. Well, it is. Movie Hackers looks like <laughs> guilty apartment. <laughs> That's true. Well,
4: <laughs> oh, I mean, there's this section over here. And then there's yeah. the RF section over there. This That's is where the controller our, for this home Trinity, automation this is. Is
2: where Trinity and Neo are like, hey, like we just got, we just got to stop into the Matrix for a couple minutes. That
4: now, the work. second thing I did this week was out of necessity. This right here. Have you ever wanted to not pull out your rack to put wiring and do wiring and do wiring? Yes.
1: Yeah. Patch
4: bays yeah. are ridiculously expensive. This a regular patch bay can cost a three to four hundred dollars. I built this one out of Keystone parts for about forty bucks. Nice. And what this allows me to do is, if I have a project that I'm working on and I just want to plug it into the mixer, I can just do it here, or I can pull something out or swap something around, and not have to go out here, pull everything out, and rewire everything. And that comes in real handy when you're making something like this. You know how some people have environmental audio, like rainstorms or white noise? Yeah. This Raspberry Pi touchscreen, with the Elkars, uh front end on it, does more than that. Imagine you're in your workspace, and you want your white noise to be the engines from Voyager.
2: Ooh.
1: or
4: you want it to be a thunderstorm or if you want uh, the star trek The next generation engine room that is soothing yeah and i don't know if you can hear it's hard to hear because it's kind of a low rumble yeah like but you're what you what you can cancel
1: it
2: out i too. can i can hear the warp engine in my brain i know exactly what we're talking about
4: <laughs> so it's like what you can do is it, right now it only has four different uh sounds to it but it feeds into here through the patch bay into my mixer, and goes to my speakers that fill the entire apartment. And so the entire place sounds like the engine room of the Enterprise.
1: That's, cool. That's great.
4: And I can set this 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 controller up anywhere, and just hit the button and say, "Hey, I want this sound or I want that sound," or if I'm just done for the night, I just log out of it.
2: All right, nice work. All right, then let's see... Fantastic so, work! That's so, and, uh, thanks for putting stuff on Playground. We featured it. I think it was in a newsletter. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I did see it, it got
4: featured. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. So, again, I'm sorry about the lighting. It's it's hard to see everything, oh, but no, I don't no, have.
2: We can see it. This is this is hacker lighting. This is thank you for showing up. I, everyone else had too much lighting. You had the exact right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it
4: like a One of these days, I want to do like a short video of just everything in this place. So you can just see yeah, every man, bit like of more. it. From the, the the telephone from the from the PBX system to the stereo system, just people have come over here and they completely lose their minds because they think they're in a movie studio.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah do and,
4: I've been accused. They're like, you know, are you filming a movie here? And I'm like, no, this is my life. <laughs> yeah,
2: this is this is a real time simulation of the simulation. All right, well, thank you. There so you go. Appreciate it. Yeah,
4: Good to see here, you. See you next time.
2: Yeah, Bye. come by anytime. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. That was a fantastic show and tell. You got a glimpse into the Matrix this week. Um, in addition to some robot LED ears, the LCD fireplace, uh, the, the, the publisher's little helper. <laughs> uh, Aaron with a wireless sign. Um, Gary came by uh, with a really neat prop that was from Mandalorian. And then a keyboard from BCG, and then Dolce had a touchscreen system and more. That was a lot of fun. We'll see everybody next week on uh, Show and Tell. By the way, for the folks who like watch everything and know our show, if we're not on live some week, it's just because um, we, we have to like watch our kid or something like that. We try to arrange it so we can do the show. We made it
1: today. Yeah.
2: Just so by the way, like if you ever it was, wonder, we was up yeah, for 10
1: minutes. Yeah. If it, you ever
2: wonder, like, where in the That's the only times that we wouldn't be able to do. Yeah, we never get sick. Yeah, (laughs) Um, so I mean,
1: we do get sick, but like, yeah, yeah. I think I I had COVID. I was like, well, I'm just gonna like do the show anyway. I think the sick gets tired of us and just moves on.
2: Um, So, anyways, if we're not here one week, but we also have the team at Adafruit that'll uh, host also. But pretty much for the month of December, uh, we'll be around. We very much look forward. This is the best half an hour every week, every single week. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming by and showing and sharing your projects. We will see you on Ask an Engineer in like five minutes. Bye, everybody.